Welcome to Marsha's Plate, a black trans-inclusive feminist podcast. A place where we know that not everybody is invited to the cookout. And we also know that every single day is a brand new day and we have the power to make a difference today. So let's do this. Brand new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to turn it all around again. It's a new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to start over again. When the sun rises, you can start over again. social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just search for Marsha's Plate, M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Y'all ready? Let's get started. LJ. Yes. The woman who coined womanism is a turf. Super turf. Oh, Super turf. What us gonna do? Most what y'all us gonna heard do? About what happened with Alice Walker is really disappointing, <laughs> uh, to say the least. Um, she wrote a, I guess on her page, she just kind of jumped into a situation with J.K. Rowling. Rowling, even though this has kind of been going on for a while, so I also I kind of was like, it was like you know, well, you know, people say nobody. And then here she comes. <laughs> like, stop cutting your body. So a couple of things she said, just, you know, because we ain't going to spend too much because it's like, tip, like Diamond said, typical turfy stuff. But, you know, really disappointing. That's for, that's for sure. She said the implication that gender language used amongst children can affect their confidence could ultimately lead to gender reassignments of some form. She <laughs> concludes her essay with, from that confusion, Consider irrelevant apparently to the forming of young minds has come much cutting off of parts and reconstructing of essential physical equipment. After all, the human body is a miracle of whatever sex. Tampering with a miracle is unlikely to serve us. Earlier this year, apparently, she said, we're watching as these globalists are moving us towards a future where transhumanist agenda is carried out. Today, the Cambridge Dictionary updated its definition of woman to include men. Okay, um, typical turfy. Um, yeah, so, and for folks who don't know what a turf is, it stands for trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Um, and so these are folks, typically white women, baby boomers, and some folks adjacent to that part of feminism. That's kind of the core, the anchor of turf, of the concept of turf. There's 27 different versions of radical feminism, and this is one of them. Um, and she is a part of it, of the problem, 
Diamond, do you have any thoughts? Because she just came out of nowhere with the. I mean, it's like there's not real. It's like let's ain't nothing really to talk about. It's turfy trash, but very disappointing. As a black feminist, it's very disappointing. People who I think of when I think of turfy is going to be like a Janice Raymond. If all the turfs in the world had a, you know, had an evangelist, it's going to be um, <laughs> <laughs> Janice Raymond. Uh huh. And so just, I don't want to say look her up. I, well, yeah, I already well, no, said No, no, let it. me look her up. I mean, be, I mean, and, and what, and how far back does she go? Was she part of the Michigan Women's Festival stuff getting shut down? I remember exactly. I just know, yeah, I just know she had a run-in with um, Sandy Stone, which is a white trans woman who wrote the the Empire Strikes Back essay. And you can check that out. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I don't want to read that, but... 1979 book, Janice Raymond, The Transsexual Empire. Yes. So she has been on uh -huh. a decade-long turf rampage uh -huh. against trans people. <laughs> Decades yeah. long. Yeah. Um, she says that it's never about trans men. So you are safe, darling. It is about trans of women. Of course. <laughs> right, because trans men aren't really men, and trans no. men aren't real. Yeah, right. you guys, yes. because you reinforce that transphobia on that in it. You know, mm -hmm. you are just women mutilating your bodies. Exactly. Trying to gain exactly. power of being a man. Your your existence is not valid. No. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry for the listeners for being. But with me. us, as we are trying to infiltrate womanhood right. and right. rape womanhood. And she uses the language rape. <laughs> That's so uh and not surprising. Um, not surprising. Wild. Weaponizing that language. Mm -hmm. against us and yeah grooming all those kind of things mm -hmm. and so it is very disappointing yeah for yeah. me but to yeah. hear someone who i admire like alice walker what i also learned what i did not because i didn't do my own homework and kind of been tuned out of alice walker for a minute you know, she said some really wild anti-Semitic stuff, too. So, like, folks were like, oh, now y'all mad at Alice Walker? <laughs> y'all should have been mad at Alice Walker because she said some, like, wild-ass, like, Jewish people are lizards type shit. Like, just some, like, next-level shit. So that all that just was a good reminder, too, for myself to, you know, uh, just check my shit. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because in a, in a time with social media stuff where... You know, uh, there's a lot of imagery around folks, not necessarily folks necessarily. I'm going to go read this book or I'm going to go do more beside the quote or the imagery. I think it's a good reminder. That's a healthy reminder to uh, make sure that we dig in deeper on some of the stuff that we some of the folks that we we mess with. I mean, I had somebody tell me I was like, oh, yeah, Bayard Rustin. It's his birthday today. A lot of people are celebrating Bayard Rustin. And I had a younger person be like, no, nah, fuck Bayard Rustin. He was taking advantage of young black gay men. And I was like, girl, I didn't know that, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or the content or any of that stuff. So it's, it's interesting. It's not the same thing. But what we but we also do know that have, uh, with a little bit more proof is when we when we talk about Bayard Rustin, Bayard Rustin is a black gay man. And during the 
his organization because he was an integral, integral part of organizing, you know, many of the protests in the March on Washington, um, yep. while at the same time he was contributing that he was also a part of the men's gang who was not letting the Dorothy Heights and the other women mm -hmm. in, 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 the, um, in the movement not yep. speak at the march yeah. and so participate in the sexism and patriarchy yeah you know but while at the That's same time he was being forced not to speak because of mm -hmm. his homosexuality and so we live in a both and end world we can mm -hmm. we, we can have people who are problematic and who are brilliant <laughs> we can mm -hmm. have both of those mm -hmm. we can have both yeah. of the, both of those things can exist in one person and while womanism is a wonderful, brilliant concept and theory, and we, we you know, we love it. <laughs> the same person can be a turf. <laughs> super turf, super turf out of nowhere because nobody was looking for it. Yeah, that part. That's the, uh, that's the other thing, right? Because it's like JK Rowling stuff comes up a lot, but I don't even think it was like peak people talking about it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, Nobody. Hey, I'm a super tough. <laughs> Why? Why? And side note, her daughter did say has said forever. So I'm riding the cotton with my mama. So that's a, that's another thing too. I mean, like real talk, and got you know got a lot of flack for it. You know, and she was a pioneer of third wave feminism. Rebecca Walker and got a lot of flack for saying like, hey, no, shit's kind of fucked up with my moms. You know, but because of that. ID that idol kind of stuff level of shit. People just shut that shit out. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but you was not gonna have me. <laughs> it's very few. Mm -hmm. I wanna say you never, because it's certain ones I stand for. But it's very few. Rich white women <laughs> that mm -hmm. I am going to be <laughs> Put my neck out and cape it for. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Ain't no way that I'm gonna be putting my neck out for J.K. Rowling. <laughs> oh, right, right. A rich yeah. white woman of privilege, tons of privilege, and I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just not gonna um, put my neck out for. <laughs> yeah. Like if you had to put your energy somewhere. I need you to be poor. <laughs> I need you to be fat. Yeah. And I need you to be a brunette. Like yeah. <laughs> I did. There's a couple. You got to be a certain type. <laughs> qualifiers. <laughs> Some qualifiers. I need you to be brunette, fat, poor. Um, I need you to speak fluent AAVE. <laughs> Nah, I'm joking. Yes, sir. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, ain't no way I'm gonna be putting my neck out for um, you know, JK Rowling. And yeah, so part. it is very disappointing for one of our, you know, our our icons to reveal herself as a turf. But I think about that a lot. Like some people are smart enough to be quiet, and I appreciate it. And so I always think about people older, old heads that I stand for, like how did they think about um you know, transness or um, any other forms of anti-blackness. Yeah. Like, where do I mean, they stand? It's a real conversation too, Diamond, that has not happened. 
that should happen in, I think, feminist communities, because a lot of trans men are part of those pioneers. A lot of trans men were women navigating, or at least perceived as women in feminist circles. And it's some shit, there's some conversations that need to happen, <laughs> not about the turfiness and the different aspects of that turfiness. Um, because it's, I mean, to just to your point, just like back in the day, but also currently, you know, for folks who are a little older than us, in particular of trans guys who used to be in these spaces you know what i mean um it's kind of wild you know like and then you're dealing with these terse and it's like <laughs> it's um you know a lot of spaces for trans men were created out of women's you know this out of women's spaces yeah feminist spaces early because folks were getting pushed out and didn't really know how to have those conversations um compared to now, where we got a little bit more language and visibility. Um, but I, it's important also for these TERFs to remember, and everybody to remember, that a lot of our pioneers and a lot of folks who have participated in our anchors around the feminist movement, first wave and second wave and third wave, are folks who now, many of them, are trans guys, are trans men, are trans masculine people who did not at that time have the opportunity to explore those things because access to hormones testosterone really didn't become more accessible until the 21st century. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, the, you know, I think about the aggressives, pretty much everybody in there was like, I am a woman <laughs> at that time, because what your realm of possibility looked different, you know, um, and, and a lot of those people have transitioned since. And so I just think it's important too, just to push back on, on the JKs and Alice Walker too, like not only are you know your turf like it's it's turf on so many different levels and also it's like you suppose you disrespecting supposedly your your quote unquote peers too do you get what i'm saying yeah that are trans men and are valid as trans men and you can't erase us as a as a part of the history around feminism either period mm -hmm. you know and it doesn't invalidate who we are now and you know? so i I think when I hear conversations, um, when I hear conversations of, you know, different people talking about trans women coming into the cis women's space, there's always this, um, yeah. this idea of you need to humble yourself because you are a guest in our house now. Okay, cool, mm. you a woman, but you coming over here to us and so, you you get, need to come in here with a certain level of humility, with a certain level mm -hmm. of tact. You need to be walking on elk shells. Respectability. And respect. And, and if you don't, we're just going to blame your brashness, anything right. we do, it, it just asking for respect. Asking for respectful and inclusive language is <laughs> attacking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anything mm -hmm. that is that they deem to be negative is blamed on our being assigned male at birth. It's, it's blamed on, right. oh, this ingrained misogyny, this ingrained patriarchy, and here you coming to our side and, mm -hmm. and, and encroaching on us. You are a, a, a visitor in this house. Okay? Oh, wow. You are not what you say you are, and right. you are right. uh, um, an imposter. Yes, turgid. Right. And so right. what I want, what I want to ask, if they're shifting us in that way, 
where we're always a foreigner, if we're shifting where we're always a foreigner in the in the womanhood space, are they shifting y'all out of the space and becoming a foreigner? Like, yeah, you were born here, but now you have chose to be. Oh uh, yeah, a I, my fairy, my fairy dyke mother disowned me, Diamond. Mm. When I told her I was trans, oh, that's a huge thing that in the lesbian community. Huge thing. Depending on what type of lesbian community you are, big aspect segments of the lesbian community. That's what I'm saying. And that's a part of the reason that work that Marcel Cook Daniels did, that work that Esper, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Goodrum were doing, Alexander Goodrum. A lot of that came, some of that came out of those spaces because before he transitioned, he and Lori Cook Daniels were in those, those spaces. Right. And so it was like they were getting that pushback and saying, yeah, no, you are exed out. You want to be a man. You want all the privileges. You want to be like the white man. You want to do things. You know, you want to have male privilege and be out here be, uh, being shitty to women and all this other kind of bullshit versus like you just want to be affirmed in your shit and keep it moving with your life. Um, and so, yeah, like when I, I remember I was super excited to tell my fairy dyke mother, you know, because I, I, my mom was not cool with me being queer told me I couldn't tell anybody. And so, you know, I had folks in the community that were looking out and she was one of them. And so I remember telling her about that and she, I was at her house. I was like, hey, you know, and I was excited. She shut the door in my face, period. She was done. Wow. Yep. Yep. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of that, particularly for people who were in a part of feminist spaces and that are adjacent to oftentimes white feminist spaces, even if they black feminist spaces. Like, let me be clear, and that, you know, yeah, that was my experience and I know quite a few. I, I think it's different depending on where you're at. I think it's different when you think about class or the region that you're in, you know, because people are operating on your, you operating in your reality. So, you know, and some sometimes there's a sense of urgency to be in community with folks. Folks are in community with folks in a way that they might not be in other places. Uh, because of the realities of how we're all, we might be situated together. So like in Milwaukee, in the black community, LGBT community, like I feel like we all, it's kind of all, it's overlap because a lot of us just grew up together and never left the city. <laughs> so, you know, I was in church this or a choir here or arts or something like that. Um, and there's definitely more, I feel in my experience, it felt like there was more conversation uh, from different trans identities you know what I mean? But also in the LGBT community as well, as black people, you know, it's, it's more communal um, versus where I live now, where it's kind of like, it's a very different vibe. So is the, is it a waste of time to engage with them? Is it a waste of time to, I have never met a turf that I felt like I was getting any ground. I was gaining any ground with like, no, I, I agree. Is it a waste I think of time? It's a like it's, it's almost feels like I'm talking to a Klansman in a certain way. No, like, it, I they're think too it's far gone. I think it's a waste of time. Like um, the uh, back, back in the organizing days, Midwest Academy, they do the organ like a grassroots organizing training model of uh, uh, training thing uh, called a grow training. And you, they break down how to set goals and tactics and targets and all that, how to like win the campaign, like for real, right? And one part you do is constituents, allies, and opponents. That's one of the, you know, things you look at. Your constituents, those are the people you serve. Those are your people. Your allies, those are the folks who are for you. Your opponents, don't mess with them. 
That's what they say in the training. You don't even deal with them because you you use an energy that could be used to cultivate, you know, the power with the people that's for you instead. You know, so I'm on the same page. Like it's not like if you're talking at a wall, you're talking at a wall. Um, and some people are cut out for certain kinds of work. Like you know, I've said before. Like I'm I I I feel cool about having certain conversations within the black community that centers black people and navigating some of the pushback and homophobia and transphobia because I use those spaces and those dialogues to recenter that conversation around black people. Because often it's not even centered around black people where when people talk about their homophobia and transphobia and use that as a way to kind of move those conversations in our community. But I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna talk to no wall about it. You know what I mean? I got, I got some barriers and I know that's not everybody's calling. But when it comes to somebody that's like, <laughs> it's just like, you done, you know? Also, side note, Donnie McClurkin still fighting his demons. I don't know if you saw that, but it's like, oh, girl. Fighting what demons? Uh, his homosexuality. Still? Still. He's still, hold on, hold on. He is still talking about it. He is still, he came out with a new goddamn article talking about girl, I think I'm going to be single forever. Just like he did on What's the Face? Uh, um, his unsung. I'm going to send it in the chat real quick. You know, but I'm like, damn, Donnie. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, man. You know, he doesn't know how to please. He said he's still fighting the urge to be with men, but suppresses it. Doesn't know how to please a woman. Because you're probably a homosexual. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that sucks, though. I mean, I feel bad. I, I'm, I'm pray. I gotta pray. I'm gonna pray for him because yeah, buddy. I, I mean, when, when you're going against the that. grain, it's gonna be a hard road, and that's you know, you you have the faith in silent the Lord. And and so, well, at least he's not silent <laughs> about his stigma and shame. At least I, he crossed I, off I, one I, of them S's, which listen, is, is is good. Listen, I think that it's beautiful. It, it yeah. in the sense of. He's not hiding it. He's not harming people. He's saying yep. his his battle. I think yep. that is beautiful. And yep. if that's what you believe, you have the own your own beliefs. And that's what I'd much believe. rather you do it publicly <laughs> because they're probably somebody that's dealing with it the same way that, that you are. Right. And yep. it's easy for us on this side of the road to say who don't believe that what we are is wrong, who are free right. from the guilt and shame of religion. Uh, indoctrination of religion it's easy for him to say you're a homosexual maybe you should just accept that you're a homosexual but if it is that is an abomination to them that is something wrong to them and they believe that it is something wrong then yeah. in their reality in their quote-unquote truth and belief system that is something that they have to battle and struggle with so i'm just glad that he is doing it publicly for the people who maybe doing it publicly with him. But yeah, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, silence, stigma, and shame. Those three kill people all the fucking time, especially LGBT folks. And all right, so what'd she say about cutting off? He said, he's, he's speaking, so. Oh, this is what okay, Alice think, Walker yeah. says. When it comes to cutting off of body parts and reconstructing of essential physical equipment, after all, the human body is a miracle of whatever sex. Tampering with the miracle is unlikely to serve us. My issue with that statement is the us. 
Mm-hmm. The trans experience is me. very personal. Too. Right. <laughs> it's very right. personal when it comes to our body body journey. When it comes to what we want to do. Some trans people do not do anything to their body. They just live their truth. They don't get anything cut and reconstructed. They just live in, in how they want to live. And so for for many different reasons, for many di- medical reasons, it, it, it's it, many, it's various. It's so many. Yeah, but I mean, I just think it's important to just name it, though. Like yes. some of it is like a personal choice. Some of it is financial. Some of it is just circumstantial. And you yes. with. like there's a lot of different reasons why people do what they do. Yeah, uh, honey, timing. Look at look at a perfect example is Polly Murray. If Polly Murray was in this time, Polly Murray would have transitioned. Yeah, it is very yep. clear. And I mean, so, but Polly yeah. Murray was born in the early 1900s. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, hormones yeah. didn't get didn't start until the 30s. Right. So and she yeah. tried, and and they tried. They tried right. to access it and could not. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I've shared before, like, I was not rolling into my transition 100% on some like, I want to have top surgery. When I started hormones, I was like, I'm not gonna do this for safety. And then I also came upon some money, like the timing. And so I was like, I just got to kind of, I think I got to do this. Because if I want to do it later, and no insurance at that time, right, that was not a possibility, maybe care credit, if you had credit to get the care credit. Um, what no gun fund me, you know, <laughs> like it just was a different time. And so, but to your point, the timing, like that's not, that wasn't how I came into my transition. It evolved and changed over time as my reality shifted and my options shifted because it's yeah. an individual, personal, very personal thing. There's a lot of nuances for some people and for some people it's not. And it's not <laughs> meant to serve a us. It is yeah, meant to you. serve our individual selves. It is <laughs> not meant saying. to serve the greater good of the people other than be what it what it serves is being an example of having the strength and the courage to live with agency. Authentically, yeah. Authentically yeah. in yourself. That's, That's what it, to be that example for people who may not have something as deep and as transgenderism. You know, somebody who wants to choose to be an artist instead of being a doctor, lawyer, da, 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 that their parents want them to be. They could see us mm-hmm. living our authentic truth and say, you know what? They dealing with that. I can deal with this. Mm-hmm. Just being mm-hmm. the example of having the courage to be yourself, however that may be. That is how it serves the us. But right. our our changing our bodies to fit how we feel it should look how we feel it should be that is not meant to serve everybody it's meant to serve us and it's none of your business right and also it's not it some it's not just for that and it's also for some people for a very long time more so probably than now because options have changed for safety because of y'all ah come on preach because of y'all, right? Like I said, I didn't come into my shit like, oh, I'm going to have top surgery. Da, da, da. It was clear that safety, because of y'all, this was going to be a thing. I'm going to have to bind sometime. I'm going to have right. to bind all the fucking day so I can stay safe. 
do you think I wanted to buy my titties? No. Do you think I had to like constrain my fucking ribs and shit? No. But I had to be safe, right? Because of y'all and y'all's expectations about who should look like what and what should look like what and fucking with people, period. You know what I mean? And safety is a really real thing. I, I don't want to, I just want to name that too, though. Like, it, you know, yeah, I want to be a firm, but also I want to be safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's possible. And I you love I mean? the idea. Like if it was now, it'd be different to your point about Pauly Murray. Like if I started yeah. transitioning today, it would be all different. I could, you know, what I had in my head could have happened. But that was a very different time. The options look very different than now. But I'm still cool though. Yeah, and then <laughs> and it's interesting that I the what how I do people describe it is interesting how people describe womanism as a deeper, darker feminism. And I love that because why womanism is beautiful is, you know, we are showing you how you can go deeper, Miss Walker, Miss Alice, how you can go deeper and how this generation is taking the blessing of what you, your thoughts, the blessing of what you coined, the blessing of what you did. And we are taking it to the next level. We are taking it deeper. Diamond, and also side note, we talking about, it's like gender is a social construct. You know what I mean? So what are you talking about? Like what social construct are you talking about, Miss Alice Walker? And why are you talking about people's body parts when you're talking about gender? If we're going to use a language, let's use it right. Because last time I checked, <laughs> gender and sex ain't the same. Oh, come on now. Sex, sex is, we talking about, you know, body parts and things and that you got to navigate. And conflating the two really got y'all in a chokehold. Right. And sometimes... We conflate it too, which is a problem. We should not uh-huh. be conflating it. Where it's like yeah. we just saying whatever, dude, you know, because I feel a certain kind of way. No, sex and gender are <laughs> not the same. Yeah, the so same. yeah, so Miss Walker, we hope that um, you get your rest. We appreciate the gift yeah, of color purple. We appreciate um, you being the cal- catalyst of images like Shook Avery and Seely kissing. And doing more on the book. <laughs> my first lesbian scenes I ever saw. Yeah, we appreciate you coming up with the concept of womanism. We appreciate the beautiful contributions that you have given us as a black writer, as a black woman, as a black thought leader. Thank you so much. But I don't need <laughs> yeah, your <but> thoughts <laughs> around my transness and my body parts. I wish you just would mind your business and you know, yeah, you and you and especially your white friend. She can kiss my ass. Yeah. It's just hurtful, Alice Miss Alice Walker. It's very hurtful and disappointing. Yes. You know. But be well and all that. <laughs> and you can hit us up, hashtag Marsha's play. <laughs> right. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's Black Feminist Podcast. Okay. Butterflies in the sky, I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, it's reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know, it's ways to grow, it's reading rainbow. I can do anything.
reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. Open up the book for me. Just for me. me oh, open up a book. It's reading rainbow. Reading like Levar, death for me. So clearly, this is a book recommendation, and y'all know how I love to do intros for y'all. So yes, this is, you know, just when I'm reading amazing books, I want to be able to share them with y'all because books are great. And, you know, we have tons of technology where you can actually read physical books or listen to books like you do podcasts, like on Audible. So the book that I'm reading this month is a book called The Trouble With White Women, A Counter History of Feminism by Kyla Schooler. Now, Kyla is a white woman, but she did an amazing job with getting a forward by the amazing Brittany Cooper, just so we can affirm that this is a safe place. (laughs) One of the amazing things about this book is how it is structured. Each chapter is tackling two women within their particular era. Each one of the chapters is based on two classic feminists, but each chapter is comparing each one of their feminisms. I think that that is brilliant because we get to see and thoroughly examine the difference between white feminism and a more intersectional inclusive feminism. Because a lot of the earlier feminist icons like Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Harriet Beecher Stowe were not addressing race thoroughly. And then decades later, we have Betty Friedan and Janice Raymond, also feminist icons. They were not addressing class thoroughly. They were not addressing queerness thoroughly. So this book explores that and it is amazing. And I want y'all to check it out. I love it. Link in the bottom. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron Why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? (laughs) All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. All right. So, you know, the internet 
It's been a buzz about uh, uh, the internet has been a buzz about Christian Walker's nudes leaking. (laughs) Oh shit! Really? Yeah, that's wild. I didn't know that. Oh lord. Christian Walker, Herschel Walker's (laughs) son. His nudes leak all over the internet, and people have been going wild. But anyway, that's not the topic. Anyway, that ain't what I was talking about. <laughs> okay, so um, you know, Samson McCormick uh, had this edited video clip with T.S. Madison, and who was the person she was talking to? You know? I don't know that person. That's just she was talking to somebody TikTok. in a brown bodysuit. Yes. Okay, and so <laughs> what they were talking about is what I gathered from it. What they were talking about is passing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And basically being like, oh, you just gonna have to get it together, basically. And I'm not the only and, and he I'm, was using T. S. Madison to as an example of somebody that agrees with him. Okay. Thank you, Diamond. So, so let me give I you saw, also the history of we talked about it um a couple yeah, of episodes please. back, but I didn't talk about mm-hmm. it in depth. So the history of that video is there was a white trans woman who had been going through a depression and she had some stubble on her face so she hadn't shaved and she was out in she was out in her apartment complex she went to the office and then when she left the office she intentionally went to a single stall private Mm -hmm. not not private as in where she's going to be by herself intentionally go to the single stall women's restroom so she wouldn't have any problems because she's just going to be in there by herself and when she comes out a woman is basically kind of like snitching on her for being in the women's bathroom now this Mm, is somebody this is somebody who could easily be read as just a regular cis white man with long hair she comes up to the lady and says is there an issue like what's going on and the woman says you don't need to be in the women's restroom because you're a man and the and the sister the transgender woman says no i'm sorry i apologize i am you know i'm actually trans and i just was going there by myself it is a single stall bathroom right um i was going there um yeah i apologize i'm trans but once she says she's trans the lady, the sister lady, totally ignores her and says, no, you're a man and you shouldn't be in the that's, women's bathroom. That's wild. Yeah. Yes. And so she goes on her own TikTok, her own TikTok and complains about it. Wait, the yes. woman that was like, the cis woman? The trans woman. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yes. The okay. trans woman yes. goes on and complain about it. Now yeah. it goes viral in T.S. Madison responds to it okay in a way that says basically she says you should look the part and if you don't look the part then this is what's going to happen justifying Mm -hmm. the cisgender woman's Mm -hmm. actions for the past three mm -hmm. weeks samson Mm -hmm. mccormick has been getting dragged online because he has made multiple statements reiterating that point that if you don't look ah, the part, I see. And Samson McCord is a is black gay male um, comedian, a cis, a cis, cis black, black gay male, male comedian. Okay. Yes. And so one moment, 
the uh, three weeks ago when Samores um comedy special went out he was under the comment saying that what she said about zia wade wasn't transphobic and she was talking about the baby she was some more was she wasn't talking about zaya but she was misgendering zaya the joke wasn't zaya wasn't the butt of the joke but okay. she was calling zaya Dwayne wade's son and he and calling him a, her a boy you're talking to the baby yeah she and so no she didn't right. say any jokes about zaya wade but she was but misgendering you zaya you went out your way to misgender a minor yes you're talking about and, a baby no that's fucked up and so people were saying that's transphobic and samson mccormick was saying no that's not transphobic I'm like, it's literally textbook transphobia. She's misgendering her. It doesn't get more textbook. Yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. This is good old-fashioned standard. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't yeah. get much yeah. more transphobic than misgendering a trans person. Like it that's right, what right, transphobia right, like, the literally. Right. <laughs> literally. Yeah. So yeah. I commented, <laughs> like literally, yeah. it's literally transphobic. It's literally yeah. misgendering. What are right. you talking about? Yeah. And so a week later, he went on Fox Soul and was talking about making a joke about clocking a trans woman. And I thought that it was a man and all this kind of stuff. And if I, if you, you look oh, like wow. a man to me, I'm going to call you a he. And you can't expect people to know exactly what you are if you're not playing the part and blah, 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 blah. So, yes, that is. And so T.S. Madison had this same response. People, and so that you. video with the girl in the brown suit was you was kind of making a mockery of the scenario and what you call it was using as example of a trans person who agrees with him popular trans right person. i also saw something that was like take tgi out your mouth too because we're not on board with what you're saying as well samson mccormick brought up miss majors like as, as an uh, example of something that was in support of what he was doing and you know she's one of the she's the uh, founder of Transjustice project and so tjp uh, my bad i don't know why i kept saying tgi yeah so yeah, yeah. and anybody who has ever been around miss majors in person right honey she gonna have some white whiskers on her beard Baby, she gonna have a little stubble. <laughs> I ain't never, see, I ain't never been in Miss Major's presence. She gonna be presented as a woman, but she also yep. gonna have some little stubble on her chin. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because if anybody has had laser, you can't laser white hair. <laughs> oh, wow. So laser wow. only works on dark hair. So if you you can't get all of that stuff off if you already old. If you old, by the time you can afford to get laser. Cause then uh, every all the hair is gonna be gone except for the white, cause the laser don't get rid of the white. So that's wow, why you wow. gonna see a little stubble on Miss Major Chin, and she mm -hmm. gonna still be one of our woman icons, honey. Exactly, get the fuck out of here, and she gonna be telling you to leave, uh, get the fuck on about misgendering trans people and being transphobic and leave non-binary people alone. And that passing bullshit is bullshit. Exactly. You clearly have never been around Miss Majors if you don't know her politics about this shit. So this cisgender gay dude 
tries to tag some black trans women for clout to justify his transphobia. With people who agree with him. With people who agree with him. Yes. And while, yes, Madison was agreeing with him. He brought in Miss Major too, though, right? But he had brought brought up Miss Major. Yeah. Get out of here. They had to come back, clap back, and be like, no. And they clap back, right. As I was, you know, digging into the situation, I also ran across your TikTok diamond. Um, and you said some very, uh, you broke it down, you broke it down. Um, and there were a couple things, uh, that stood out that I, that highlighted for me and I, uh, yeah, I have a question. So a couple things I remember uh, you said was passing, uh, a passing trans, passing trans women are not having the problems that we're trying to solve around the situation where you're a person that is not red or is red as trans rather. And in a situation where you're dealing with a hostility. And you went on to say, it's the girl who is not passable we are trying to save from those harms. Period. Yes. Period. 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 The other two things were, I don't think it's bad for someone to assume your gender. Once she indicates what it is, it should have been the end. The response to her transness is the problem. Facts. Love it. Question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in 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 a in our kind of hyper reactionary ish sometimes social media world, not talking about this shit because this shit was trash ass shit. So I'm not saying about whether or not what Samson did was fucked up or not. Any of that shit, we not like we all on the same page. Like you said, it was like stock transphobia, like Getty image type shit. You know what I mean? Like the shit was transphobic, but. What you said about, I don't think it's bad for someone to assume your gender. I think I definitely recall a point where uh, people were like debating that at one point. I don't think that should be debatable. debatable. I think more importantly, like you said, after that was once she indicates that she is a trans woman, that should have been the end of the conversation. So the putting the energy towards the response and make you know towards the goal which is like trans people being able to mind their business <laughs> so we can mind our business and like not be harassed and shit and deal with hostility um yes. people are going to people assume people's gender all the time and they should right and so yeah i wanted to yeah actually to like further expound upon that this part the other part which is once she said that we, we need to deal with the response to her transness that is the problem let's focus on that versus whether or not a person can assume your gender or not you know what i mean that to me is kind of the wrong conversation let me say this so yeah. it is okay for you to assume somebody's gender it is not okay for you to think you're always right in your assumptions right 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 understand that so mm-hmm. i think it's very natural for me to walk down the street and look some use my eyeballs that god mm-hmm. gave me and mm-hmm. look at different markers different things height mm-hmm. weight hair mm-hmm. clothes da, 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 and assess a being that's coming to yeah. me yeah yeah there is going to be an assessment made those assessment keeps us safe those assessments yeah puts us in situations where we can feel like oh this is okay or this is not okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. or um 
the, you, those assessments is just natural for us to categorize people. Mm -hmm. the, the problem comes in right. when you believe that what you categorize, all the categories, that is just absolute. Right. right. Sometimes right. when I come into a space and I make an assumption, sometimes mm -hmm. I'm going to be wrong. So, and I have, and once I learn I'm wrong, I need to go with what's right. I need to go right. with what I'm, the new information. When she, yes, it, and when, when um, Samson says, oh, um, you can't blame us for, if you're not um, passing and you're not looking the part, you can't blame us for calling you him, her, blah, 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 blah. You're absolutely right. We can't blame you. You made an assumption. Right. And then I corrected you. And once you are corrected. <laughs> right. What is your response? What is your responsibility? Shit. What is your response? What is your responsibility? What do you do at that point? Especially if you claim to be an ally. Mm -hmm. Especially if you claim to be an ally. So, absolutely, because how, your your response indicates what you are. And so, yep. When she came out the bathroom, and yeah, I walked in this bathroom, and you saw a beard. What does a beard indicate? A man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's some. That's that's a common thing. So. Right. You know, once sure you can make that assumption. It's easy to get there. I, I one plus one equals two. Right. Sometimes right. point A to point B. Da, 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 da. But sometimes it's not what you see. You can't judge a book by its cover. A book by its cover. So when you Wait, when, did you just say you can't you can't judge a butch by its cover? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't judge a butch by its cover. So mm -hmm. <laughs> you, when she went over there and said, oh, I apologize, I'm, I'm, I'm trans, mm -hmm. that should have ended it. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, but I, she's I not confused either. She's not confused. No, she's, she's like, not confused. This makes sense. Let me just get, give you the tea. And that's it. And that's it. Like, exactly. Right. Exactly. But because you are a transphobe, your response is negative. No, you are a man and you shouldn't be in the bathroom. Because exactly. the culture is saying that that's what you should say, because you are against trans people. And so Period. now this is your <laughs> chance to say, oh, how dare you? Not on my watch, not in my bathroom, not in my apartment complex. Right. They right. can do that right. in California, but you can't do it either. here, baby. Right, exactly. And exactly. then you allies, Samson McCormick. Right. Wanna say, you come oh, yeah, and say, you correct. come and affirm that. Yeah, you should. Right, yeah, you should, you, should, you should deal with hostility and harassment when you're trying to fucking pee. Of course. Yeah, when you can just say, Why didn't you shave? Uh, man, I apologize. Why did yeah. I shave? Bitch, I'm depressed. Yeah. I was depressed. Hello. Hello. Or, and I said that in my video too, or it ain't about, it don't even have to be some deep thing like depression. Honey, I woke up late and ran out the house. Right, right. And there was some right. five o'clock, honey, some yeah. five o'clock next day shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I, I, I had to go check the mailbox. I had to go do this. I had to run to the store before it closed because it closes at this amount of time. And I just needed to go or I was going to miss it. Right. I didn't have no time right. to, to hit the Gillette and the, 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 the cream on the face. <laughs> I didn't have time. Right. 
I had some shit to right. get done. Right. right. But that doesn't mean when I get to that clerk, I want her to misgender me. And if she right, if exactly. she thinks that I'm a man because I can she see a little stubble or hear a little deep voice, when I say, Oh no, it's ma'am, I want her to right. say, Oh, I apologize, ma'am. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the response of an ally or somebody who don't mm -hmm. give a fuck. Like just I don't really care right. what gender you are. Sure. People love to be like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, I'll exactly. Use whatever but you put work to be an asshole. But you <laughs> making all this shit about pronouns. <laughs> but flipping it on less, like we the sensitive ones. Right. Right. But you putting it in the energy. But you an putting the energy on. <laughs> you you're angry because we want to be respected with your language. You're angry about that. And let me say this. I don't give a damn what another trans person says. If the majority of trans people are telling you, not even the majority, if the one person is telling you that it is problematic for you to be saying what you're saying, take heed. Right. Because we right. are not a monolith. Yep. Just like it's anti-blackness in black people. Come on. Come it on. is anti-transness in trans people. Yeah, I mean, we're all socialized to hate ourselves. So let's just start there. So it's some work that has to be done and the projection is very real. And you everybody know? is not on that uh, on the same level of advancement when it comes to thinking about this gender shit. We are all working through it all at the same time yes. and we all yes. are dealing with it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just because mm -hmm. a T.S. Madison or just because some other person agrees with your transphobic statement doesn't mean that it's not transphobic right i don't right. care if it's twenty thousand trans people <laughs> still transphobic homie. it's still transphobic <laughs> right mm -hmm. it don't really mm -hmm. matter mm -hmm. and so stop trying to just stop trying to justify your transphobia using trans people period mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i didn't Ooh. know that this part this comedian was one of flames minions okay. if i would have known that i wouldn't even entertain you would have said oh yeah that makes all the sense in the world. that <laughs> once i learned that i didn't know they was judy's once i learned they were judy's i was like oh okay because i never even heard of sense mccormick until now i was like oh mm -hmm. so this is what this is their this is their grift well why can you explain to the audience why you said once i realized that they were connected with flame stuff why well flame is like, a known oh, automatic yeah a known we were me and my friends were laughing in our little group chat we need a we need a word that means coon but queer coon for trans people. <laughs> <laughs> for for queer people what does yeah. that mean and i said i said we gonna call them coons with q u o o in. Ah, uh -huh. not Queens. Queens. But no, I, you know, whatever that word where they, whatever, where they are sucking and jiving for cis people. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not one of those crazy. Trans. I ain't one of them. I know I'm a, I'm a man. I know mm -hmm. when I was born, when I sit down on the toilet, I see a penis. I know. Okay, sweetie. <laughs> you and I both know that trans people know what they were born. That's kind of right. the thing. <laughs> right. Right. That's kind of part of the package. Right. <laughs> right. 
So Ooh. you know, it, it's a it's a it's a whole thing, and so being that and also do you if that works for you, it works for you. Don't put that shit on everybody else. Don't put that on everybody else, and so. Yeah, and we know that the that the cis people are gonna say, "Ooh, yeah, I like them because they keep it real. They know what they are. Right, exactly. <laughs> they yeah, gonna they gonna bullshit. cheerlead you. <laughs> they gonna use you as the example. See, this is the kind of trans people we need that still mm -hmm. know that they are what they were when they were assigned to exactly. the gender. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Also, quintessential transphobia. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yes, uh, once I learned that, I learned that, why are we wasting our time? Because this has been a uh, three-week. <laughs> See, I didn't even, you know, yeah. honestly, like, you know, because, you know, uh, some of the listeners may know, you know, I'm kind of a little hippy-dippy. I don't really be in the media. I watch my Abbott <laughs> Elementary, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's so your I'll favorite character on Abbott? I'll be on the socials. Hon um, honestly, I think, I mean, fast, fast, fast. Don't Jeffrey, think about it. Jeffrey, Ooh. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. <laughs> I love Jeffrey. <laughs> well, I'm just like, look at this little baby growing up. Jeffrey is Tyler, Tyler, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. Jeffrey. <laughs> and, you know, I think, he, you know, we, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> we going to just we'll watch and see. We'll edit, we'll edit that. <laughs> I'm not it out, but we just go watch and see because I think we. Like, I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to put nothing on nobody and all that shit. But, you know, uh -huh. hey, that's the, all the, just, uh, the the the, the, the signals are going off. <laughs> Activation, okay. Yes, I agree, but you know, we you know, Ooh. it's problematic Ooh. to do that. But come Ooh. on, damn it. Dive it. Let me say the the uh, whew, being uh, like a, a a a queer trans dude. So I'm picking up the gay boy shit. I'm picking up on the lesbian shit. I was picking up. I'm like, <laughs> see, <laughs> it's just but we the, we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. We we gotta wait and see. That's what it is. Ooh, we respect um, whoever, whoever they are. I'll really get down. Um, anyway, yes. But yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Hashtag Marsha's Play. Like, what do you think about this whole debacle? Have you been following it for the last three weeks or did you just catch it recently? Um, yeah, let us know what you think about. Uh, I'm sure you all agree this Samson person's trash. <laughs> or you don't, and that's okay. Or you don't. But or just you don't make it seem like it's all of us. <laughs> yeah, get, let us know your thoughts. Because if you don't, that is okay too. And that's, and that's thank you, Diamond. Um, but yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Hashtag Marsha's plate. Um, yeah. Do you think it's cool to uh, keep fucking with people once they tell you um, this is who I am? Please use these pronouns. Also, do you think it's okay to that people assume your gender? Do you think that's weird? Are you still like, do you? Yeah. Let us know what you think. Hashtag Marsha's plate. The AI, artificial intelligence, is all around us. We are getting so many things and algorithms. If y'all can see my face. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> It is all around us. Big Brother is taking over our <laughs> lives. She is here. She is here. She is here. Okay. So I wanted to talk about <laughs> um, chat GPT. Have you heard of that? Not until today. 
<laughs> That's because you're avoiding it. It has been Keep all the rage ah, on the internet. So would you like chat, me to GPT? tell you what it is? Yes. What is the chat GPT? All right. Chat GPT is a large like language a model <laughs> trained by an organization called OpenAI. It is designed nope. to generate human-like <laughs> responses to text-based nope. input, nope. such as questions <laughs> or prompts using a combination of natural language processing and mm -hmm. machine learning techniques. Mm -hmm. I have it, it had been trained on a large text database, allowing it to generate coherent and contextual appropriate responses to a wide range of topics. So basically you ask it questions or give it a task and it does it. That freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> out. I ain't gonna lie, that freaks me out. That freaks me out. Cause I, you know, I don't okay Googles, I don't series, I don't no 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 no. I don't talk to shit. So the idea that the shit talks back. Because <laughs> that's it. some I different level than that's a different level than okay Google. That's that's not, you know, this is I'm pretending I have a human. I'm a human like that is weird to me. But text GPT. So is it just text? Chat GPT. It is just text. You text what it is. You text hmm. what you want it to do or what you want it to explore or whatever. So what I thought um, would be fun because uh, I love AI. Uh, I think it's a great the tool. AI technology. <laughs> That's my team. Wow. Yes, yes. I'm not judge. I'm just scared. All of, you know, I'm a child of Ogu. We love <laughs> technology and civilization, if you know anything about the Orisha. I'm a child of Ogu, so that's my take. So, <laughs> um, I decided to ask it a few questions mm -hmm. <laughs> just to see what its answer would be. And okay. and I want us to discuss it. <laughs> okay, what did what did you, what did you ask? So the very first question that I asked was, "What are the positive aspects of navigating the world in a queer body?" Okay, what the machine say? <laughs> what the machine say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the machine's response was. <laughs> As an AI language model, I don't have a personal experience. Lord or have mercy. <laughs> oh, hell no. I'm already like, what? This is a great response. The hell? As an AI, AI language model, I Why don't have a personal that? experience or a physical body. However, I can provide you with some potential positives in navigating the world in your queer body based on the experience of other LGBTQ community. <laughs> well, okay then. One okay. of the positive aspects is your unique perspective. Living as a queer person can provide unique perspective on the world that is not commonly represented in mainstream culture. This can allow for new insights and ideas to emerge that might not otherwise have been considered. That is a beautiful answer! It is. It's okay. Beautiful. Next beautiful. one. Next one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Empathy and compassion. Uh -huh. Many queer people have experienced discrimination and prejudice, which can oh, lead still the to the same answer. Huh? Yeah, this it's is a more aspect. I said, <laughs> I, I said, give me 
positive aspect of navigating Come this on, world bro. in a queer body. Yeah. Empathy <laughs> and compassion. Many queer people have experienced discrimination and prejudice, which can lead to a greater sense of empathy and compassion for others who are marginalized and oppressed. Oh my God, that was a good answer too. That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. All right. Kind of creepy. I got three more. <laughs> Creative and self-expression. Being queer can provide opportunities of creativity and self-expression, both in terms of personal style and artistic endeavors. Many queer Come people on, find that their experiences inform their art and allow them to create works that speaks to a wider audience. Come on! Right. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to learn how to fly. <laughs> Community and connection. Despite the challenges of navigating the world as a queer person in a queer body and how hostile mm -hmm. it can be, Mm -hmm. There is a strong sense of community in the LGBTQ plus and connection with other queer people. This can provide mm -hmm. a sense of belonging and support that is hard to find elsewhere. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. It's weird. Does it actually speak or did it just send you? No, it doesn't speak. It just types it out to you. I'm sure the, the speaking will come soon. Machine types it out. Uh-huh. Last but not least. In the question of what are the positive aspects of navigating this world in a queer body? Uh huh. Personal growth and self discovery. Ooh, okay. Navigating the world as a queer person can be a can be a challenging and transformative experience that leads to personal growth and self discovery. Many queer people find that they learn more about themselves and their values as they navigate their identity in a world that doesn't always accept them. Oh, okay. Come on, that's a great answer. I love answer. that. I love that. I love that. It's a, a great answer. So these so are great creepy. answers. <laughs> Still creepy. <laughs> Using like human logic, I, that freaks me out. But that is a good answer. That is a good so answer. one more. Okay, not one more, but we got a couple of more questions. Okay. All right. <laughs> This question, I just wanted to see what it would say okay, when okay, I asked okay, him okay. a tough question. And uh -huh, I said, uh -huh. what, what are some strategies to stop Republicans from attacking transgender people in the legislature? That's a very specific question, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so let's see the answer. So chat GPT says, it's important to note that not just Republicans may be the ones attacking trans people in the legislature mm -hmm. and that support of transgender rights can be found among politicians on both parties. However, if you're looking for mm -hmm. strategies to prevent attack on transgender people in the legislature, here's a few suggestions. Educate lawmakers and their staff Many politicians may not fully understand the issues facing transgender people and the importance of protecting their rights. Providing education on these issues, including statistics and personal stories, can help change hearts and minds. This does help when we're when we're at the Capitol and we are testi doing testimony. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that it doesn't help um, that everybody's hearts and minds is changed, 
But a lot mm-hmm. of times when we, when, I know in 2021, when we were beating 74 out of 75 bills that were made, it was because we were at that Capitol every day and going week. Yeah. Sharing our stories and pushing yeah. back. Absolutely. Um, so that was one. So I think that was a good answer. Come on. Come on. Using the people power. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mobilize yeah, public opinion. Politicians are often responsive to public opinion. So building public support for transgender rights can be a powerful tool. It can be done through social media campaigns, letter writing campaigns, and organizing protests and rallies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all good, you know, you know, you know. All right. Still a computer, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Engage with Republican lawmakers who are more moderate. Mm-hmm. While some Absolutely. Republican lawmakers may be strongly opposed to transgender rights, others may be more moderate and willing to consider compromises. Yes, yeah, Identifying these lawmakers and engaging with them on the issues can be a way to build support and, final, and find common ground. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm a bitch that don't like reaching across the aisle. <laughs> but, but like you said that's earlier, strategic. that's yeah. not my ministry. But somebody else mm-hmm. has the patience mm-hmm. and the, and you know, they like that kind of labor. Mm-hmm. I don't like mm-hmm. that kind of labor. I like to voice <laughs> our side, yeah, yeah, get more yeah, people yeah. on our side. Yeah. But, you know, some people yeah. like to reach across the aisle stuff. Cute. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we got to win. We need to uh-huh. Just numbers. <laughs> right. At the end of the day. Yep. I'd rather get people to the polls on that are already on our side <laughs> anyway partner with other organizations transgender mm-hmm. rights are part of a larger movement for social justice and equality partnering with other organizations that are fighting for these same goals such as lgbt advocacy groups women's rights organization and civil liberties groups can help build a broader coalition for change Woo! yeah listen i want to read that again because yeah. we were talking about this last episode about yeah. getting out of our silos. Listen to those three silos that it named. Working with organizations such as LGBT advocacy groups, women's rights groups and organizations, and civil liberty groups <laughs> can help build a broader coalition. Haven't we been mm-hmm. saying that? Let's get out of our silos and yeah. understand that we all can be catalysts yeah. of change if we come Let's together. Get back to that, that grassroots organizing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Last on, but guys. not least, uh-huh. elect more supportive lawmakers. Uh-huh. <laughs> How do we elect mm-hmm. them? Voting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eliminate mm-hmm. the best way to ensure ultimately sorry ultimately the best way to ensure that transgender people are protected in the legislature is in the legislature is to elect more lawmakers who are supportive of their rights this can be done through voter education grassroots organizing and supporting candidates who are committed to these issues Mm, i like those answers you know what i like them what i like too is that they talked about uh you know, um, lobbying your, le- your your folks who are in the legislature, because really it's a cycle. We vote and then we got to hold these people accountable while they're in office. And that does mean calling them or letter writing or whatever, because they don't get a lot of contacts. Like a lot of people don't call their state legislature 
legislators or their federal legislators. And like you said, Diamond, in, in your work that you all did and why it was so effective is because you stayed on those folks and y'all knew by name the, the, the folks who you needed to move to get the vote because we're not, we don't need the legislature. There are specific people you got to move. It's all specific. And I think it's really cool that in that answer, it was like, you know, not only vote, but also hold these folks and push them while they're in office and kind of hold them accountable. So That's you're, cool. We're winning Even you though over. it's a robot. We're you know? winning you over? It's not like we're no, winning you over. No. I, the, <laughs> All the, right. the, the, the content is good. <laughs> but the so, method freaks me Okay, so out. you got to give me a question. <laughs> so you got to give me a uh, question. Okay. I, my question is, okay, uh, what state has the largest trans population, transgender population? Okay. What state has the largest transgender population? In chat, GPT says, Oh, that was quick. <laughs> there isn't comprehensive data on the exact number of transgender people living in each state, as gender identity is not always explicitly included in population surveys. Mm -hmm. Additionally, many transgender individuals may not feel comfortable or safe disclosing their gender identity to researchers. Ha ha! Come okay. on. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait. My other question. However, oh, there's more. There's more. There's you more. know, okay. she's oh, long winded. Come on, GPT. <laughs> she's yeah, long winded, yeah, yeah. but break she it, likes to be thorough. Yeah, be thorough. I like thorough. Yes. She said. <laughs> however, uh -huh. some estimates suggest. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let us know. Some estimates suggest that California, Texas, and New York may have some of the largest populations of transgender individuals in wow. the United States. Yeah, simply due to their large overall population. Additionally, right. some states such as California and New York have enacted policies and laws that are supportive of transgender individuals, which may attract more transgender individuals to live in mm -hmm. those states. It is important to note that the number of transgender people in a state or region does not necessarily correlate with the level of acceptance or support they may experience in that area. Transgender individu individuals may face discrimination and prejudice regardless of where they live. And it's important to work towards creating inclusive and accepting communities for all individuals. Okay, now, I got on, one more question. I'm interested, I got one more question. How many, that's the thing, the robot, Rosie the robot, <laughs> like we in the justice and shit. How many, how many trans men are there? Okay, let's see. Very what is the population of trans men? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She said, uh-uh. Y'all doing too much. I, I bet. I bet. No, sometimes she um no, she, what's she like, do not compute. <laughs> no. Sometimes she too many people are using her and she'll say, come back later. <laughs> Oh, damn. It is difficult to determine the exact population of trans men in the United States because there is no comprehensive database or registry right. that tracks the information. Additionally, not all trans men may choose to openly identify as such or seek medical transition, so they may not be accounted for in any estimates. However, according to the 2020 Gallup poll, approximately 0.6 of American adults identify as transgender, which would translate mm. to roughly about 1.5 million people. It is important to note that this number includes both transgender men and transgender women, as well as non-binary individuals who do not exclusively identify as male or female. Okay. 
<laughs> Acceptable. Thank you, bro. Thank, thank, thank you, robot. <laughs> All right, so you know I gotta spice it up. Mm -hmm. Spice it up, spice it up. What you gonna, what you gonna throw out there? Okay, so I gotta spice it up. We just asked these serious questions because we are serious organizers <laughs> and we are a serious podcast, and we want you to know how to yeah. stop these Republicans from wearing us out and whoever else and the other parties like Jet, Jet GPT said it's other people not just like a fan fan uh-huh but <laughs> I wanted to know that and I wanted to do the positive but now we're gonna get spicy into it yeah, yeah 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 all right so I asked it what is the best ways to make people with vaginas orgasm Okay. 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 All right. So let's see what the robot says. I wonder okay. did he call the bullet? Very interested to hear what the robot <laughs> says. Uh. Okay. So this is the, the response. <laughs> it is important to remember that every person's body is different, and what works for one person may not work for another. That being uh -huh. said, here are some general tips that may help with achieving orgasm during vaginal stimulation. Okay. okay. Number one, communication. Talk to your partner about what feels <laughs> good and what that does part, it. This part, can help them part. understand what you need to reach orgasm. Come on, chat, GPT. <laughs> I think I think anybody, any trans dude or anyone, any AFAB queer person or a trans dude who's dated a woman, particularly a cis woman, who's only dated like cis straight men, they are like, what? <laughs> you care about me getting off? What? You're communicating with, what? Like my Communicating? Mom. Yeah, yeah, no, for real, for real. The bar is low. So y'all can come in like a knight yeah, of shining armor. <laughs> That's why I'd be like, get you a stud. But that's a whole different conversation about that because that shit is weird. And some people say get you a trans man, which is a whole different conversation that probably should happen if, at some point. But uh, <laughs> not right now. But <laughs> okay, number two. What do you think number two is? Just mm. one word. Touch. Ah, close. Foreplay. I was a lesbian. So, foreplay. <laughs> foreplay. I got some experience. <laughs> Vaginal stimulation is more effective when it is preceded by foreplay. Uh -huh. Kissing, touching, and yeah, yeah, oral yeah. sex can help build arousal and make mm -hmm. the vagina more receptive to stimulation. Right. <laughs> right. Act like you act like we're both engaged in this situation and it usually works out pretty good. But apparently I learned the bar's low for system straight man. So it's really about them. Apparently, that's wild to me. I just never right. live my life that way. Number three. <laughs> clitoral uh, stimulation. Mm -hmm, the clitoris mm -hmm, is a highly sensitive part of the female anatomy. A lot that of nerves to vaginal <laughs> orgasm direct stimulation with fingers a vibrator or during intercourse intercourse can help number four mm. oh it did say can help can because help. what was the question specifically 
What are the best ways to make people with vagina orgasm? Right. And so, like, for some people with a vagina who take testosterone, and you can't just be out down there doing whatever because it's it ain't it ain't the same. It ain't it's a little bit you gotta take you gotta be a little bit more sensitive. Shit's more sensitive is my point. So yeah, yes, they said sometimes, but yeah. yeah. Be more inclusive, GPT. But anyway, but y'all got a good start. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Experimentation. Try oh, different there positions. Go. There we go. And techniques to find what works best (laughs) for you. Some women Mm -hmm. find the deep penetration or G-spot stimulation helps them achieve orgasm, while others prefer more shallow stimulation. So this right here, now we know this is a a robot and this is a computer-generated response. But this gives, I just want to kind of sidetrack to when we talk about using inclusive language, this is a, this, this statement right here. It's not that we are erasing women. If you are just talking about women, you can use women. You can use women. You can say women. You can be a woman. It is all right for you to use the language of woman. But if you are an ally, and you want to use inclusive language because you respect trans people, then this statement wouldn't just say women. Mm-hmm. It would say people with vaginas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there are people with vaginas that are not women. Mm-hmm. And you know that mm-hmm. because you respect trans people and gender non-binary people. So you as an ally want to use the language that is inclusive. Now, if you are just talking about women, you can still use women. Mm-hmm. Also, side note, don't say birthing people. Don't say that. That's weird. It's weird. It's weird. and can trigger dysphoria for a lot of people. Just say people who can get pregnant. Because not people that get pregnant have give birth. So even for like cis women, side note, side note, but... All right. I, I don't that. know about that yeah. language. I just I, I I stay out of my I stay in my lane. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, but you know, this was this is a, a little, you know, in the same in the, in a similar arena. I just mm-hmm. would throw that yeah. out there while we was while we was on that side of the street. While we were on this side <laughs> of the street, that here you go. And us giving you tips and suggestions are tips and suggestions, sweetie. That's about it. That it, it's not. Oh my God, y'all are changing. No y'all are changing it every time. Uh huh. Once, uh, once this happened, then we got. Oh Lord, why can't things go back to the way they used to be? Uh-huh. Uh No, you can still the way use we the language around. that you feel comfortable. What we are right. doing is giving is giving tips and suggestions for people who are allies who want to use inclusive language. If you are a person who exactly. does not want to Sorry. use inclusive language, mm-hmm. it is probably because you are not an ally of us. Right, that part. That, that is part. just what it is. That's just the fact. And so I'm not entertaining people who don't understand that if you don't want to use inclusive language, it is because you're a transphobe. But anyway, let's go to number five. Wait, wait, side note. And I'm I would be the person you could talk to to talk through it. 
Jackson because that's because that's my calling. Your ministry. See, it, that's my right. my ministry to see like what's underneath that, and then uh, bye. And I'm Possibly. my ministry is to tell not. you that what's underneath that is transphobia, and so you need to work it through. <laughs> I know y'all say, "Oh, I'm not transphobic." Oh, I'm not. You no, are it's definitely transphobic. <laughs> you are. I just want to know why. What's underneath there, girl? So we can deal with your root, as they say. But I'm a cheerleader. What's your root? Mm-hmm. of your transphobia number five <laughs> relaxation it is difficult to achieve orgasm when you're feeling <laughs> tense Sorry. and anxious take time take to relax time. Time. and focus on the sensations and your experience enjoy the sensations that you are experiencing. This sounds like a lesbian tutorial. <laughs> Basically, it is. <laughs> At least with my experience, let me be clear. But last day, okay. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. remember achieving <laughs> orgasm is not the only goal of your sexual activity. It is important to focus on pleasure and connecting with your partner rather than just the end results. Come on, chat, GPT. You know what? I've literally like said these things to a certain extent <laughs> to sexual partners who date cis men. I'll be like, so no, but this, you know, like, <laughs> like what's the pro like I'm not gonna use chat GPS again. I think it's freaky. But if I did, I would go, actually, let me not explain it. Let me just go to chat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to my robot friend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Rosie the robot and shit. Look, I <laughs> love chat GPT. Yes, I know that there it can lead down the road of human annihilation by robot well shit we already there with this damn technology <laughs> exactly shit, we, we climate change <laughs> at least it can make our job easier to the world wears us out <laughs> but yeah. i i have had some beautiful <laughs> experiences with it like i googled i'm not google <laughs> i searched in it i told it to give me a recipe for mm. chewy chocolate chip Mm-hmm. cookies that are crispy on the ends and it made Come me a whole recipe and chewy. Ooh, that sounds good crispy and chewy exactly let me some cookies no let me do that let me a little care package send me a 10 yeah. <laughs> your crispy chewy cookies okay that is so great grandma <laughs> send me a 10 <laughs> yeah a 10 of them chick them cookies yeah sure sure okay and I, I, good, you know, it could give you a meal plan. Like you can search meal plans and it oh, wow. a whole meal plan with certain calories. You can say, Hey, I want to make mm. me a weekly meal plan that includes, um, 2,200 calories a day. And it will give mm. you a meal plan and a grocery list. Oh, wow. It does. It makes certain things so much easier. Um, is it through an app? Um, it's a site. It's not an app. Oh, okay. Um, and it, it just, you can do your show notes. You can say whatever you've been talking about. You can make show notes about it. You can, oh. um, it's just, it just makes certain tasks so much easier. Allow y'all like 
you can ask it to build a curriculum for you. I asked it just when we were when it was introduced. I said, build me a black feminist curriculum. And it just mm -hmm. gave you it. It was, it was like Alice Walker. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Alice Walker was in there. <laughs> Womanism. Ah. I got to tell That's Chad GPT to cancel her. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, it had bell hooks. It had so many things. So just to mm -hmm. test it out and see, it's so many things. So <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't know. I like it. So it it has it has worked wonders for what I wanted to do, and what I've been using it for. Yeah, yeah. So it I cool. love it. It is cool. It's I really. It, like it. I mean, yeah. And the answers are cool, but it just. I can see you know. I, I you know I can see me going down the road and then getting ugly. We are there. It's all the movies from the. We 80s already there. Happening. Well, I might as well enjoy the, life. But remember all the movies in the eighties that were like futuristic, blah blah blah, apocalypse, and all this other shit. It's like we are there. We are there. We are there. And Captain Planet was trying to be the hero. Oh, put pollution down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They said, fuck that. <laughs> so if you are somebody that is listening that has used <laughs> chat GPT, hashtag mm -hmm. Marsha's Play and tell us some of the questions that you ask. What do you use it for? Hashtag Marsha's mm -hmm. Play. Gimme, gimme, gimme euphoria, more than peace of mind. It's the joy and space to change the tide. Gimme, gimme, gimme euphoria, more than peace of mind. It's the joy and space to change the tide. Gimme, gimme, gimme you a feeling and the high can never come down from. Whoa. So Jay, what yes. has been giving you euphoria this week? Ah, uh, two things this week. Um, I got to listen to some new music. Uh, I like to I listen to all kinds of music, especially black music, but just different genres within that. Uh, this woman, Gloria Lynn, who was a jazz vocalist, I never heard of her. I'm real super late, apparently, and you know she's old school, but she is a uh, May. Zing. Um, and she's from like probably like the 50s and 60s. She's old school, you know. What's but her name? I, it was just uh Gloria Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E. And so I listened to a couple of different albums by her. I like to like just listen to albums and I don't do it as frequently as I want to, but I like to just listen to a whole album, you know. Um, so that that's brought me some euphoria. And then I also ran into an elder. Who I saw at a work event and then saw her the next day at a, a food bank that I volunteer and go to. And we just connected. And it was just like she was we both we saw each other. We both were like, I know you from somewhere. And it literally was like yesterday. <laughs> you know, but she um, you know, just told me more about different events in the black community, like art stuff. And so that brought me a lot of euphoria because I haven't really talked to too many older people, too many elders that frequently, you know, a lot being out here. So it was nice to just have somebody be like, hey, young person. <laughs> oh, <laughs> X, y, I love that. Yeah, it was love. Uh, so that's bringing me euphoria. What about yourself? What's bringing you euphoria this week? Uh, what is bringing me euphoria this week is I got two things. So the first thing I'm going to say is R&B Money Podcast. <laughs> so Tank and Jay Valentine have a podcast called RB Money, and they uh, are introducing, they are interviewing 
Tank, tank. legend. Tank. Wait, like tank, tank, tank. Tank from Milwaukee Tank? Yes, that tank. That and tank. That tank. We are, Ooh, you know, tank. we are, right, they on, are tank. just really interviewing like R&B legends. I mean, from like Baby Face. Jeffrey Osborne, oh, um, even and not just know. like artists, but like producers, <laughs> like Warren oh, Campbell. Okay. And this week they interviewed Stokely from Mint Condition, and he is one of my favorite yes. male voices yes. from yes. Minneapolis, Minnesota. And yeah, let's stand up. And I love Stokely's voice. Stokely is one of my favorite R&B voices. One of my favorite male voices of all times anyway mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it was really really good i really really enjoyed it but yes nice. what's it called again it is called the r&b money podcast and mm -hmm. i love it if you like if you're a singer this is for us <laughs> like if it's i guess like it can be r&b but definitely because they get into their singing bag They're, they get into those kind of details and nuances that singers love mm -hmm. to talk about um mm -hmm. and yeah i freaking love it i think jay valentine is fucking gorgeous his skin i think he just is fucking gorgeous tank is cute yeah i don't think he's ugly. who is jay valentine jay valentine is he Was used he like to be an artist kind of artist yeah he's like a artist he he was an artist he like was in Mario the era he yeah you know? he was like a he was like an artist, but then he was like, you know, I don't really like artists. I want to be like the behind the scenes business person. And so he became Tank's mm. manager. Oh, okay. he can sing. Oh, okay. oh, but he wow. can sing okay, though too. So he got he got the training of a singer because he used to be in an RB group. So at nice. random moments of time, they'll just start singing and be dead on in harmony. <laughs> it just wow. it just they're know, just the they're tree. really good and just talented, and I love them. So they nice. have been giving me euphoria. And last yeah. but not least, I went yeah. on a date today. And it okay, was you're on a date today. Yes. We went and went furniture shopping first. Cause I there was a store that by my house that was closing and he had a truck. And so I said, you know what? That's I know right we have time. plans for a date. That is right <laughs> on time. There is something that I need, and since you have this truck, let's go to this store. They're closing, and I might need some things from this store. And so we I went in there right. in the beginning of the day. He gagged because we were supposed to be going on a date. <laughs> but I'm an opportunist, and this opportunity was too was too good to be true. And so I told him, "Yeah, you said yeah, it's right there. <laughs> let's just go there first. And you got a truck. You got a truck. Duh." Yeah, and so yeah. we went there and I bought me a couple of, um, not a couple, I bought me a table and some, mm -hmm. you know, knickknacks and whatnots. And mm -hmm. um, and then we went on our date and the date was good. We had drinks and, and little nacho stuff at this little um, tequila and taco place. And okay. then we kind of came back to my house and chilled and talked and it just was a really good time without any sex. <laughs> it's just really fun. And um, yeah, this yeah. is somebody that I know. This isn't like a new person, but um, mm -hmm. but it's the first time that we been on a date type thing. So we've been on each other, but yeah. Oh, that's cute. So that's that gave up. me euphoria this week. So yeah, yes. my week has been full of joy. 
Yeah. I like that. That's cute. Yes. Come on, dates. So, all right, y'all. Tell us what's been bringing y'all euphoria this week, and we will talk to y'all next week. Yes. Peace, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right.